momentous day. The sun is shining. That in itself is not momentous. Merely for August. Surprising. The house sits sideways to the sea and facing south, so all the rooms are filled with sun. Judging by the haze on the horizon, almost like steam rising off the sea, the sun is shining everywhere, not just on this stretch of the east coast of Ireland, but in Cork, Skibbereen, Belfast, Galway, and Kilkenny, drying up the grass and causing anxiety to the farmers. Weather seems permanently to be causing anxiety to the farmers. Even in England, where I have never been, the sun is shining. We read this in the newspaper which arrives in time for breakfast, every morning, and keeps Aunt Mary occupied for half an hour or so. If you climb up the hill at the back of the house, you can see whales on a clear day. It's not really very exciting, just a grey lump in the distance, but it's somewhere else, somewhere new. For the last two weeks there has been no sign of whales at all, just that pale haze steaming gently up into the sky, shutting this island off from the rest of the world. The morning trains from Dublin have been filled with people coming down from the city to sit on the beach and paddle and throw stones into the sea and shout at their children, who change as the hours go by from pale city children to fretful whiners grilled beyond endurance by the unexpected sun. They stay mainly up at the far end of the beach, near to the station and the two small cafes that sell fruit drinks and ice creams and plates of biscuits and delicious cups of reviving tea. They don't in fact bother us over here at all. Two special trains have to be put on in the late afternoon to bring them back to town, as they don't all fit on the 5.30 from Wicklow. They leave an awful mess on the sand, but the tide takes care of most of that. Poor Mr. Carroll, the station master, however, has a terrible time keeping his station clean and tidy, and is the one person in the village to admit to being glad that heat waves don't happen too often. Momentous. It is my eighteenth birthday. I feel this to be a very important landmark in my life. I have left school. Yesterday, I bundled away into the attic everything that had to do with school the clothes, the books, the rules for living that for so many years they have tried to impose upon me. Even the photograph albums, full of the snapshots of friends whom I have no impassioned desire to see again. Today, I want to start to become a person. My new year. My life is ahead of me, empty like the pages of this book, which I bought myself as a birthday present. It is not really a diary, more passing thoughts that give impressions of me, so that in forty years, if, as Bridie would say, I am spared, I can look back and see what I was like when I started out. It is so easy to forget. I have noticed that from watching Aunt Mary, not to mention Grandfather, but then, he is a special case, being slowly devoured by extreme old age. I suppose I shouldn't really have started off by mentioning the weather only that maybe in forty years' time I would like to know that the sun was shining on the day I first began to look at the world. There always seems to have been a war. I suppose in forty years things will be much the same, in spite of what people say to the contrary. Even in this small village so many people have been killed. There was my uncle Gabriel, who fell at Ypres, and has his name memorially written on the wall of the church,
with the rector's son, and Mrs. Tyrrell's brother, who, Aunt Mary said, was a rake and a philanderer, but nonetheless no one would have wanted him to be blown to smithereens by a bullet from a bearded Turk. Father Fenelon's brother, and Sammy Carroll from the station, and Paddy Hegarty, the fisherman's son, who lost the sight of his right eye and is now a little gone in the head. There are more from round and about, only I can't think of them all at the moment. Then Phil Ryan was killed when the British shelled Sackville Street, and Barney Carney was shot last week coming out of a dance hall in Bray by the blackened tans. They said it was a mistake. Perhaps they're all better off where they are. That's what Bridie suggests anyhow. Whether it's heaven or hell, it can't be worse than it is here.